Detroit has its fair share of landmarks. Belle Isle, the Rensen, the Joe Louis Fist. But the most unique of them all might be the Dodge Fountain and Heart Plaza. The fountain was active, it was working, and we're trying to get back to that. I believe this is a symbol. I think it is a huge symbol of Detroit's recovery as well as its restoration. Downtown Detroit is poised to be in the spotlight over the next few years, so some of its jewels are getting polished. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Is it a fountain if it doesn't work? Yeah, I suppose so. The Dodge Fountain is the centerpiece of Hart Plaza in downtown Detroit. The circular metal fountain overlooks both Jefferson Avenue and the Detroit River. But for the last decade, the fountain has sat dormant. But now, the city's going to spend almost $6 million to bring the fountain back to working condition. The money's going to go for the restoration of the Dodge Fountain, as we know uh, in the past in the city of Detroit. The fountain uh, was active, it was working, uh, and we're trying to get back to that. I believe this is a symbol. Uh, I think it is a huge symbol of Detroit's uh, recovery as well as its restoration. Uh, if you can remember in past days in Detroit in the early 90s, I can remember as a kid being down at Hart Plaza, uh, having the ability to play in the fountain. Uh, and then all of a sudden uh, it was not working uh, and it cost money to operate and it cost money to upgrade it. Uh, now that we're on uh, fiscal recovery, we have, you know, we're financially stable uh, and moving this city forward is good to see it come back online. That voice right there, it belongs to Fred Durhall III, a member of the Detroit City Council. When the fountain went down, Detroit was in the throes of municipal bankruptcy, so cash was an issue. But what about now? Detroit will host a series of high-profile events over the next several years, starting with the NFL draft this spring. Here is Claude Molinari. He's the president and CEO of Visit Detroit. It's going to be most likely Campus Marshes, Cadillac Square, Monroe Street. That's where the main draft stage will be. And uh, we're anticipating that Hart Plaza will be where the interactive fan zone is, where it's the punt, pass, kick, 40-yard dash, all that type of stuff. And Woodward Avenue will be the connector. Um, in that area, and there'll be all kinds of interactive fan stuff, and it's really going to be an, uh, a party all around, but we're also planning on Beacon Park, Capitol Park, um, Grand Circus Park being activated, you know, for fan experience. Downtown Detroit wants to shine when its time comes. That makes sense. And it's not just the NFL draft. Ford Field will host the 2027 NCAA Final Four, and that doesn't include the annual events that draw the eyes of the world, like Movement and the Detroit Grand Prix. Both of those events put a heavy emphasis on Hart Plaza. So the city's going to sink $6 million bucks into the fountain. What might the payoff be? The next voice you'll hear belongs to NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. Which we expect, that we have seen already, will be at least $200 million to this community. But maybe the biggest impact will be the media exposure. And while it's difficult to calculate exactly how much that'll be, it will drive a tremendous amount of incalculable visibility for your community. And we're also proud that the draft will be able to host community events while we're here. And we're extremely proud to say that more than a million dollars will be invested back into this community by the NFL, the clubs, and this community in the long-lasting community projects that will be here well beyond the final pick.
When I was a kid in the 1990s, the Detroit Riverfront was filled with crude industrial pieces, like silos for making concrete. It was very harsh. But these days, it's the opposite. For the last three years, USA Today has named it the best river walk in America. We're really proud of that Best River Walk designation. It's three years in a row. One of the things that makes it extra sweet is it wasn't a panel of experts. It was public vote. So it's a great honor, and we're incredibly proud of that. During the pandemic, the River Walk and the DeQuindercut Greenway, we saw a big spike in people using it because people needed to get out, and they needed to kind of have some elbow room, and mentally they needed to get out and enjoy themselves and get some fresh air. So the River Walk and the riverfront has always been very important to people. But I think the one good thing, if anything, came out of the pandemic is I think not just the Riverwalk public spaces, but public spaces in general. I think people realize how important public spaces are to them into great cities. All great cities have great public spaces. That right there is Mark Pasco. He's the director of communications for the Detroit Riverfront Conservancy. To be clear, Hart Plaza is not technically part of the riverfront. But it's all in the same spot, and they've both seen a dramatic revival. What about the Dodge Fountain itself? It was designed in 1981 by famed public artist Isamu Noguchi. Here is Alexandra Lang. She is a design critic who actually wrote a book that discusses the work of Noguchi. It's called The Design of Childhood. What drove him, do you think, to do things in these open spaces? A lot of artists make art that's untouchable, and it felt like he was driven to make things that were supposed to be touched. Yeah, I think he really thought that art was for everyone, and that meant all the members of the public, and also regardless of age. I think of the Heart Fountain and the plaza as being kind of like an all-ages playground, and I think that that was what he was striving for in a lot of these large works. So Noguchi loved public art. For him, art was about a sensory experience beyond sight. That's something Alexandra says is really important. I really think it's the most valuable kind of art. Art can be in a museum and we can appreciate it in that context, but there's nothing like a big, spectacular piece of sculpture, especially an interactive one like the fountain, to just get anyone walking by drawn to it. And I think the fountain is a great example of the kind of things that a lot of cities were doing in the 1950s and 1960s to try to attract people back downtown. Why Detroit? What drew Noguchi to make this fountain for this city? When I asked Alexander that question, she said something that I'd never considered, but it made sense after I heard it. Detroit was actually a major design center in the post-war era, partially due to Cranbrook and partially due to the automobile industry. So it may seem unusual now that he was there, but at that time, there were a lot of other amazing designers that he was friends with, like Alexander Girard and the Eameses um, and the Saarinen family that were also operating in Detroit. So they would have just invited him to come out as a friend and he would have networked with people like the Booth family from Cranbrook and other powers that be in Detroit. And that's why he would have been considered for that fountain. But it was not just that Detroit was a major design city. Noguchi had personal relationships inside the area as well. 
When I was reading about Noguchi, it's interesting, you know, he has that piece in Detroit, but I noticed he has a connection to Herman Miller, which is in Zealand here in Michigan, and he had worked with the Ford Motor Company at the 1939 World's Fair. It's interesting how he kind of comes in and out of Michigan, never really here, but he pops in and out of our history. Yeah, I mean, Noguchi is really a Zelig-like figure across a lot of mid-century modern design because he did so many different types of design. He was one of those people that's just like incredibly talented, like everything he touched was great. Like the cool thing about Hart Plaza, especially in the Michigan setting, is that it uses both metal and stone. And I think, you know, Detroit is a city that, you know, made a lot of things out of metal. And so I'm sure he was thinking about the car industry when he created that circular fountain piece. So let's put this all together. Is the Dodge Fountain worth the $6 million investment from the city? Here is Councilman Durhall one more time. Well, I think we've utilized our money very well uh, here in the city. Uh, we are starting to focus on affordable housing, stabilizing uh, our neighborhoods and other initiatives. Uh, but uh, as you've seen across the board, our parks and upgrading our parks has been uh, a great priority uh, of this administration and council has been working in lockstep to upgrade our parks. I think that helps surround our neighborhoods. And as you know, Hart Plaza is owned by our general services department in the city of Detroit. And so I look at it as one of our parks and an upgrade to uh, our parks. We've done plenty of episodes on Detroit's image and what the city must do to overcome that image. And certainly there's a lot of work to be done, especially in the neighborhoods. But as Detroit comes into the national focus, residents and visitors both deserve a working Dodge Fountain. Today's big thanks go out to Alexandra Lang, Mark Pasco, and Fred Durhall III. Also, thanks to my colleague Charlie Langton. He spoke to Councilman Durhall. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. You want that daily J delivered right to you? All you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark. And this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.